Hello everyone. I want to welcome you to Dads and Daughters Talk. I go by the name Sharice and this is episode three. And this is quite exciting to me to even keep going at this pace and um, just continuing with the podcast and just meeting great people, talking to great people, and most importantly, just great dads. So today's episode is what I like to call spiritual calling. And a lot of you may be wondering, like, how does this relate uh, to to fathers and and dads and, and family? But with me thinking about the topics that I wanted to speak on, I think about dads having a calling. And if you think about it, uh, to me, dads are like examples of who God is to us. If you think about their role, you know, in the families, um, in the household, you know, they're, they're, you know, our teachers, you know, providing knowledge. They provide for us. Uh, they're protecting us. They're loving us unconditionally, uh, sharing wisdom for us to, you know, um, take on through life and just endure and just being fathers, you know. So that's the reason why I wanted to use this topic, uh, spiritual calling. Now, specifically, I do have another guest on the show, which is a wonderful thing. And this guest is a minister. So, you know, not only is he a minister, but he's a father um, and he has a daughter as well. So you can see how this goes hand in hand. And I definitely want to go ahead and just jump right in. And uh, today I have with me Minister Walter Johnson III, and he's going to introduce himself and tell you more about who he is and what he does. Go ahead, brother. Hello, I'm Minister Walter Johnson III, and I'm just glad and elated to be on the uh, Sharice uh, daddy-daughter show, and uh, just a blessing to be here and share with you all my story, who I am, where I come from, and not only that, but my life outside of ministry, my life as being a father um, uh, foremost. So thank God for this opportunity, and um, I'm Minister Walter Johnson III again. I am uh, associate pastor at Mount Zion Missionary Baptist Church, uh, where I serve on the leadership of my uh, grandfather, Dr. W.L. Johnson Sr. I'm not only a father, but I'm a son of a minister, uh, Dr. W.L. Johnson Jr. and Bessie Mae Johnson. So I'm just glad to be on the show. I um, My spiritual calling, I was called into the ministry in 2013. Um, this was uh, a point in my life where it's kind of funny how God works works things out for our good. I remember being in um, middle school and high school, people always, when they see me, they say, you're going to be a, a, a preacher, you're going to be a minister. And that kind of uh, brought rejection in my life because I felt like I rejected rejected my calling that God had on my life because the fact that everybody told me I was going to be a minister. But when God has a calling on your life, no one can stop what God has in store for you. Uh, I hear my father say all the time, what God has for you is for you. Mm. I went through high school and uh, graduated from Kent High School, um, okay. 2000, class of 2003, the class to be. Hi, uh, <laughs> now. <laughs> 2006, <laughs> shout out. <laughs> 
then went to Alcorn State University and marched with the Sound of Dynamite for two years. And even though I rejected my call as a minister uh, or a preacher of the gospel, I the funny thing is I all throughout my life I was still doing ministry. So um, even at Alcorn State University, I was a part of the Interfaith Gospel Choir, well, the Interfaith and the Gospel Choir. And I attended, uh, we had campus ministry, I attended campus ministry. And even though I was away from my home church, I attended church and did ministry in Natchez, Mississippi at uh, Word of Faith Ambassador Worship Center um, under the uh, leadership of uh, uh, Bishop and uh, Dr. Cade. So uh, even uh, I always was in ministry, even though I was not, even though at that point I had not accepted my calling. Um, so God always had his uh, hand on me. After I, fit, I graduated from Alcorn State University with my degree in biology, I went on to nursing school because I really was confused, didn't know what I wanted to do with my life. Mm-hmm. And um, so I went to nursing school, completed a, a year of nursing school at Alcorn State University. And then um, during that same time, I found out that uh, uh, my best friend was sick with cancer, which is Roderick Lipsy, and so that affected me. I was struggling with that, kind of trying to understand how that took place, and um, had some things going on internally with myself. Mm-hmm. So I was just uh, kind of down, frustrated, and um, so I ended up withdrawing from ner- from nursing school and coming back home and just praying uh, to God daily and, and calling out to him um, for a purpose, for understanding what direction in life. So at that point, I continued to pray and pray. I was back home, didn't know what to do, was filling out job applications constantly, wow. couldn't find a job. So I was just frustrated, was uh, just really at a low point in my life. But God, uh, he spoke to me and I would, I would never forget I, uh, my wife to be. She was my fiance at the time. We ended up going to uh, uh, Anthony Hamilton concert okay. uh, in Jackson, and we was having a good time. And Anthony Hamilton in his concert kind of su- surprised me. He began to sing gospel gospel songs, and uh, God's spoke to me in the middle of that concert, you know, it, God, you know, he's no respect of person and he can do anything and everything. And he spoke to me and i never forget my wife asked me because she saw me with this gaze on my face. She said, everything okay? You, you okay? I said, yeah, I'm fine. She said, something wrong? And then I didn't tell her to the next day what was going on with me. Um, I had that point, I went home, prayed about it. And the next day I told her that God had called me into the ministry to, you know, to, to preach and uh, to serve him. Um, so uh, I, after, the, after I told her, I told my, talked to my father as well and told him that I had accepted my call into the ministry. And uh, ever since that point, when, you know, it's funny when you're obedient, God will bless you. Wow. So at that point, after I accept my, accepted my call into the ministry, my life completely had done a 360 things, a door started opening for me. Um, God began to bless me abundantly. 
not just physically but spiritually i had a, a peace um within myself and my life just completely changed uh when when uh and at that point uh you know god just really just touched me and and and, and um and blessed me in, in a special way and i when you know once god called you into something you know, you have to be obedient and 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 con- completely give yourself to Him, right. and that's that what that's what led me to go to uh, enroll in seminary school. Um, I'm now attending Wesley Biblical Seminary. Um, in my last year, I've been going for three years. It's my fourth year. Okay. So in May 2020, I'll be graduating with my Master of Divinity degree. Okay. So okay. Uh, God is, has blessed me tre- tremendously. Um, so you you have any other questions you, you would like to ask? I, I have several. Okay. Um, you, you really took a dive in, and I'm glad you did. Because, <laughs> you know, like I said, I want people to just get real familiar with dads. And different. there are many types of dads out here. And it's just luckily today I have a dad that's a minister as well. So I just want to... Um, not only just allow the people to see your gift and, and what God has done through you and what he's continuing to do through you, but um, at this moment, I, I, I want you to bless us all. And, and let's get a real introduction here. So if you want to kick this off, because now we know who, you know, Minister Johnson is, you know, and, and, and we know that he's a minister. So what I look like not starting this off with a little small prayer, like to just get us going and, and, and really just feel it. You know, I, I just want to feel it, this whole interview. And and so when you read it, man, just, just kick us off with a little prayer. Amen. Okay. Let us pray. Eternal God, our Father, Lord, we come now thanking you for this day. Thank you for this hour. Lord, we thank you for uh, waking us up this morning, uh, starting us in a brand new day. Um, we thank you for health, strength, life, more abundant. Lord, you said with two or three of you gather, you will be in the midst. Lord, we thank you for being in our midst right now. We thank you for your Holy Spirit right now who is with us and working through us. And, Lord, we just thank you for all the fathers out, out there. We, Lord, we thank you for uh, Daddy, Daughter, Sharice's ministry that she is giving back to the community and highlighting fathers that... Uh, that are doing great works within their homes, within their communities, uh, within their families. Because we, we, Lord, we know that many people try to sh- shed a negative light on on um, on men. But Lord, men, thanks Sharice for using this to spotlight and highlight men that are doing great things in ministry. So Lord, we thank you in Jesus' name. We do pray. Amen. Amen, amen, and I know y'all felt that. I, I know y'all did, cause I did. So, um, really want to thank you for you know opening it up for us and, and doing something that can really reach thousands of people. And we're gonna do that. We're gonna make sure we push this episode out because I feel like this is gonna be something life changing. Your story may help the next father or just anybody you know uh, at this point. So you know we've talked about your ministry. So let's talk about your your ministry as a father and as a husband. Like you talked about your wife, and you know let let the people know you know about that life. Okay. Uh, first of all, uh, when I realized and understood that I was becoming a father, I did uh, pray. I prayed uh, daily. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing, <laughs> before I even knew I was becoming a father, I prayed for a son. Okay. And um, 
God didn't, didn't bless me with right. a son. Thank he blessed God me. For that. Thank God for that. <laughs> he blessed me with a daughter. Sometimes what we want for ourselves, God, he always knows what what's best for us. Right. So God blessed me with a daughter. I thank God every day for my daughter. Mm-hmm. Um, I can recall when uh, after we had Amaya Grace Johnson, she was having some issues and complications. Mm-hmm. So that's one thing I pray for, that it, w- it would be uh, a pregnancy with no complications. The second thing, I, I, uh, the last thing I prayed for was a healthy child because we know that there are, in this life there are many children that's, that, that are born with different issues and various issues. So I pray for a healthy child, and God answered my prayer. Amaya, she is three years old now, and right. she's doing great. She uh, has a birthday coming up in May. Okay. Uh, 13th, so we thank God for that. And uh, she's just been a wonderful child. It's been a blessing to to, to us, my, my wife and I. And she uh, just brighten up our days. It's just a blessing to wake up and uh, each day know you have a part of you growing, um, seeing her grow from a baby to one-year-old to two-year-old, walking, talking. Right. All those things are, are a blessing just to be able to be in her life and see the blessing of life, the gift right. of life that God has uh, uh, blessed us with, and to see those steps progress uh, through her lifespan. Right. Yeah. Well, that's good. That's good. And your wife? Yeah, my they, uh, my wife, I have a wonderful wife. Thank, uh, we just got great news. She has been accepted to a doctorate program at USM. So we thank okay. God for that. She, uh, thank God, they always support me in ministry everywhere I go, anywhere right. they always there. So I thank God. Right. It's it's good to have a support system, a exactly. wife and a daughter to support. Right, and I'm glad you said that because I know we've both attended events, and mm-hmm. I can honestly say your wife and your daughter are there, and it is important to have that support. Um, and I was talking about that in the last episode, like just having your family with you and and this is a family that god has given you you know put in your path and and i can honestly say you do have a wonderful wife and and not only does she support you but she even supports me and daddy's daughter so i definitely Amen. appreciate her <laughs> <laughs> so shout out to the wife and, and definitely your daughter um i know that um i came to do spoken words at the nursing home mm-hmm. and i was really like knocked off my feet like your, your daughter was there and you know even after the um after everything was over with like we fellowship with the people and so you know i i really i still appreciate you for just inviting me to come out and and just be a part of that and just you know, you, you really are in the community. Is there anything else that you're doing? Well, glad you brought up the uh, nursing home ministry. We we uh, are doing that as a support, as part of Mount Zion's ministry. Mm-hmm. We, uh, every fourth Saturday of each month, we go to the nursing home and we uh, just have devotion and uh, worship, a small worship service with the members of the nursing home, those that are uh, Staying in the facility, some not able to go out to church, so we bring church to them. It's always good to, uh, because we are the church, the people are the church, we are the body of Christ, and it's good to um, not only be localized to uh, one facility, but the church is supposed to go out, evangelize, and spread the word abroad. So that's what we do. We believe in evangelism, 
and what Jesus said in Matthew 28, 19, Go ye therefore teaching all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. So that's what we do. We believe in the Great Commission and going out, reaching right. the community and spreading the word of Jesus Christ everywhere. Right. So that's good. That's good that you see it that way. And you're young. Like you're you're young and, and I always say on this show, don't tell your age, but <laughs> I will show how close we are in age. Uh, we went to Kenha together, uh, and we also were part of the Baby Boom, the Amen. you know the band. And so I can see why in middle school and high school that they were saying that you know you were going to be a minister because I remember when we did like away trips or you know about to do a parade or a game. They will always say, well, Wild Ted said so he can come pray, you know, <laughs> so he can come pray, you know. And I was like, I felt like that was special. That's something that I always remembered about you because it's like people are speaking, you know, your purpose. Like, and you you, you had no problem with them. Like, you mm -hmm. know, think about other high school kids. You'd be like, okay, bro, you're going to pray. And everybody <laughs> looking like, nah, you want to pray? But it's like you, you was like, oh, yeah, come on, let's go. We got, we got to pray so we can get this show rolling. Like, so that's something that I always remembered about you in high school. So, um, you know, he's a young guy. You know, people always look at ministers as older men and gray hair men, but no, that, that, that's not you. You know, you're still young. And, you know, they're just, you know, here to show you that, you know, God would use whomever, regardless of the age. So um, that's a wonderful thing. And not only, you know, just getting, uh, besides, you know, being a minister, but uh, like you said, when you do something, you always have your child with you. With that being said, what type of, I, I don't know, like what type of, of, of figure or, or father figure, like what, what are you trying to show your daughter, you know, as she aged? Like what type of man do you want her to see in you? I would like my daughter to just know that I'm a disciple of Jesus Christ and a lover of humanity. Finally, I want her to know, would like her, her to know that I love her very much. Right. Uh, more, you know, than she would ever know uh, with all my heart. Yeah, I just would, would love for her to know that. And daddy going to always be here for, you know. Right, yep. right. So, like I said, like, you know, fathers being the example of who God is to us, you know. Um, someone that's there. Mm hmm and, and not only just telling you I love you, but showing, you know. Yeah. So I feel that even just whether you have a son or a daughter, but I really just feel like it really stands out with a daughter because to me that plays a major role in building her self-esteem, her confidence, because she's around that love. She know what love is. So. All right, everyone, we're back. Uh, and like I told you before, we're speaking with Minister Walter Johnson III. And there are some things that you mentioned about um, your daughter knowing that, you know, you love her. And I can see that being, you know, the, in the position that you're in as a, as a minister. And that's one thing that we want to do. You also mentioned that you're a person of uh, humanity. And I'm sure that's something else that you want to um, pass from, your, from you to your daughter, right? Yes. Okay, good, good. So you're, you're always active with the community, you're with other people, you're visiting in nursing homes, and you always had your family with you. So to talk about family, what are some fun things you guys do when you're with the wife and you have your daughter? Like, what, what do you like to do, whether it's traveling, going to a certain place? What? You tell me. Well, we uh, 
during times of the year, mostly in the summertime or during spring break, we try to take a little short trip here and there. Mm-hmm. Um, and one thing that I found out, spending time, quality time with my daughter, she loves the outside. So mm-hmm. um, one thing she loves to do is just go outside and play with is running or playing on a swing or going to the park or mm-hmm. or riding bikes. She enjoys that. Um, so we try to spend as much time as possible outside because we know that we're in a technology generation and everyone right. loves tablets and right. watching TV and playing video games. And me growing up as a child, this one thing I enjoyed was being outside. And we wasn't as advanced in technology as we, we are now. Right. And I feel like sometimes, I work, I work in IT and I love technology, but I feel like sometimes technology is kind of taken away from the the community and the family time and the closeness uh, that families were when I was coming up. Right. Uh, when I grew up, everybody in the neighborhood knew, knew each other, and we was everybody in the neighborhood was over. When mom and dad was looking for, for uh, me, they knew I was at one of the friends' house. Right. Right. Or one of the neighbors' house, and everybody was like a family. I grew up in a family neighborhood, and when uh, one child got in trouble, you know, we one it wasn't where uh, one parent said that your child mistreated or done something wrong, and the mama, my mom and dad was gonna go get upset or fight and argue about something I done wrong. When the neighbor next door had the right to whoop me and and my parents gave them permission with me if I done something wrong. Right. So uh, it was. I feel like outside is very important. Spending time outside the house and making a connection, not just having that connection with family, but people in your community. Yeah. And we. I feel like that's that that would eliminate a lot of problems and things we have today with robbing and stealing and uh, shooting and arguing. I feel like we continue to build relationships with one another, with our families, and with the community then uh, we can start moving forward uh, okay. and, and pass some of the issues that we are having today. Okay. Yeah. So I'm glad you said that because I want to ask you, um, like you said, we, we grew up old school and, and outside. <laughs> so I'm glad that you believe in your kids going outside because now you have kids dealing with obesity and diabetes and high cholesterol and high blood pressure because they're not playing like we played. Mm-hmm. And it, even when we played, it's like you, it wasn't no in and out. <laughs> the door was probably locked. The water hose is on. Like you had no reason to just come in the house like that. So um, I'm sure it's different now. Of course it is. But do you still believe in it takes a village to raise a child? Like you just mentioned about, you know, the community and, and, and everyone getting involved and helping raise kids. So do you still believe in that? I do. I believe in that. It does take a village to raise raise a child, and, and my daughter she is in daycare Monday through Friday because myself and my wife work. Mm-hmm. And one thing, I got a call from a daycare teacher uh, for for discipline. Mm-hmm. Uh, Maya wasn't doing some things that she should have been doing in school. Right. And you know, I had a talk with her and. Um, we got things worked out, and the teacher came back and said, Maya's doing, I don't know what you did or what you've done, but Maya's mm-hmm. doing so much better in school. 
She's saying her uh, her alphabets, her numbers, and her colors, and she's doing great. And one thing she said to me was the very same thing. It takes a village to raise a child. So we can't, as, as a parent, I don't feel like it's my, even though Maya's in daycare, I don't feel like it's the teacher's job to raise my child. I feel like right. that's my, uh, me and her mother, ultimate responsibility. Right. So... Okay. Yeah, the daycare has their part, and we have our part, too. When she gets home, then we still have to uh, make sure that she knows everything she needs to know as well outside of school. Okay, okay. Now, I want to catch something else you said. You said that you had a talk with your daughter, right, and and everything got back on. So, going back old school, now, when (laughs) our parents say they had a talk with us, it was like one of those leather belt type of talks. So, and I just want to speak briefly on discipline because everyone disciplined their child in, you know, their own way, which is something I respect, you know, regardless of what route you take. But mm-hmm. um, do you always find it necessary? Like, you know, I'm not saying in your household, but that was pretty much the answer back in the day. You did something wrong. You you got the switch. So do you find it being something like this not necessary each time like you know you believe in a difference in discipline now like now that you have your own child or you one of those parents that like hey every time you're wrong i'm gonna put something on your butt like you know how do you deal with discipline and and also i'm asking this because i know that they say a lot of dads like when it comes to their daughters it's like it's it's a sensitive thing like they don't want to discipline their daughter like you know Mm -hmm. so what how do you deal with it like disciplinary like you know being a father i feel that i feel that discipline um is dependent upon your child as as a father i know my child and i know when she is when she needs a certain type of discipline right and i do believe that if you spare the rod you you spoil the child right and but i don't feel it's necessary every time she mess up that i need to pull out a belt or, or whatever Mm-hmm. Uh, that discipline may be. Right. Sometimes I can just talk to her, and sometimes I can say, "Okay, Maya, it's time to go to timeout," or, mm-hmm. or, or I take something I know she loves, and, from her away okay. from her, and that's a form of discipline. Right. And um, there's times I like I know she loves a tablet. That's one thing. Every day she wants to look on, look at a tablet, and watch YouTube. Mm-hmm. And if she's not doing what she needs to be doing, then I I take that tablet from her that thing she lived from her and that's all that that needs to take place right okay okay and you got to be careful these days like you said technology is it's on a different level Mm -hmm. so i I know you heard about the mumu thing on youtube and you just have to be careful with that and it just tells you what type of world we're living in you know to try to i guess I don't know, confuse the mind of a child. And, and you have to be careful. You have to pay attention to everything that they're doing. So I agree with you with the discipline. It just, you know, it's not necessary to always want to put some on your child's behind. But, you know, a good talk and a nice talk and let them know that you're, you're firm about what you're saying mm-hmm. and things like that. And plus, she's young. You know, she's, what, three, right? Yes. Yeah, so you don't, you don't, you don't have to get a horse belt right now. Mm-hmm. You know, so I definitely understand that. Uh, but... Being three years old, I'm sure you're seeing a lot of amazing things about her. Like you said, she's learning how to be her own self. She's learning how to even 
being an independent stage, wanting to do some things for herself and all those things. So is there something that you can think of like that amazes you when you see your daughter do something or even say something like, and you're looking like, wow, my child is growing up. Is there something that you, that just sticks out to you right now? To be honest, my daughter amazes me every day of how much she knows. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I feel like she know too, she knowing she knows too much. Right. And and one thing I tell her all the time, I say, if you can do this or do that, then you all be able to learn all your ABCs, know all your numbers, right. and, and um, know all your colors, and know how to spell your name. And one thing we do with her each night, my wife and I, we before she, we put her to bed, we do devotion with her. Okay. So we, we teach her scripture, we uh, sing songs, we pray. And we do uh, actual devotional. We read a devotional. I have several devotional books, and we read a devotional uh, uh, from one of the uh, devotional books. One book we're going uh, through right now is a family devotional, and it goes through, has a scripture, and gives you detail about the scripture and how to apply that scripture to your life. Right. And then what you do is you go, each one of the family members go around, and they, we ask uh, the question that the devotional asks. And we ask that from Maya, we ask that from my wife, and um, my wife may ask that of me. And we give our thoughts uh, about the uh, that scripture or that devotional. So we do that each night, and, and, and um, so that has I found that to be very helpful. And Maya loves it because every night before she go to bed, she 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 tells me, "Daddy, we gotta pray. Right. Daddy, we gotta sing. I want to sing a song." And, and you know, it's just amazing to. Uh, see a child love God just as much as I do. You know? Right, right. And, and what's the verse? I know I'm not going to say it from word for word, but what, what what's the verse where you raise up a child in the way they should go? And, yeah, yeah. They would not depart from it. So, yeah. Uh, when you teach a child uh, the way they should go when they're old, they won't depart from it, and that yeah. that would always stick with them. We all need a foundation, and 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 I believe that. That's one thing that uh, a lot of, uh, of young uh, youth are, are, is not receiving. They're yeah. not having that solid foundation. Right. And that it's not their fault, um, and it's not the parents' fault, but we just live in a difficult world exactly. and a difficult time. And a lot of uh, our homes and uh, being broken up. Mm-hmm. And this is it's more than anything, it's a spiritual thing because... We know that Satan is out to destroy the homes. Yeah. And if Satan can destroy the home, then he can destroy the community. Right. And if he can destroy the community, he can destroy destroy the city, the town, the state. And mm-hmm. eventually, you look at the whole world, the predicament of the whole world after the society we live in today. Mm-hmm. When I grew, when when we was growing up, you never would find a, a, a satanic video being put out to attack young young children. Right. So, I mean, we just living in a difficult time, and it just lets you know that Satan is real, and he mm-hmm. is out to kill, steal, and destroy. Anytime we are seeing things that, that are attacking children and causing them to commit suicide, that's, that's, that, that, ain't, that is nothing but the devil. I mean, right. So. Yeah, you're right, you're right. And for those of you who are wondering, uh, if you're listening, yeah, so Minister Johnson III, he likes to look nice, so... As we're doing this podcast, yes, he is getting his hair cut. 
And, uh, you know, I like to just roll with the flow, you know. I have no problem with that. So if you're hearing a little buzz, buzz, he getting a fresh line and then and, and fade and, and everything. So shout-outs to Trey for being his barber, all right? And and hopefully one day we'll have Trey on the show. Ain't that right, Trey? That's right. Right, 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 right. So um, being a, a father of a three-year-old, um, what type of advice would you share with with new fathers and I, I have a little cousin who has a baby on the way a uh, little girl matter of fact and I think she's due this month so if you were sitting before him today what type of advice would you share with him I would share with with him to love your child mm-hmm. and more than anything spend quality time with your child and we live in and today we know that a lot of children to be honest and in, in, in this no secret a lot of children are being raised in homes without fathers mm-hmm. so I, I firmly firmly believe that just because uh the father is made uh may not necessarily be still married to the wife or or something has happened within that relationship that that should not stop a father from seeing their child mm-hmm. and we know that sometimes when marriages fall apart mothers turn the children against the father Mm -hmm. or sometimes the father turn the children against the mother I believe that if things do not work out both parents should still be active in their child's life Mm -hmm. Uh, no child should be without their mother nor their father if they can help it so I I advise the father do all you can to spend time with your children love your children and to raise a child it takes sacrifice Mm-hmm. And I and and you know it takes sacrifice to spend time with them, and we know that in society parents have to work, they have to do what they can to provide, mm-hmm. and sometimes work and being living in a life of business, we can neglect uh, spending time with our children, mm-hmm. but we have to make that we have to make sacrifices and do what we can to spend time with them. Um, they didn't ask to be here, and we have to love them. And let them know we love them. And, and spending time is not sitting in the house watching your child play a video game. Take them somewhere to the park or or uh, it don't take much to make a child happy. Just spend time with them. Do something simple. Walk in the park, mm-hmm. um, going outside or going to the uh, a basketball game, football game. Just something simple to let them know that, hey, daddy loves you. And right. daddy going to always be here for you. One thing... Uh, what God said to, to Jesus after he was baptized by uh, John the Baptist, he said, this is my beloved son and who I'm well pleased. And Sharice, I think you said it very significantly in uh, when you stated earlier that fathers are, are like uh, our heavenly father. Mm-hmm. And we know that Jesus loved, God loved Jesus so much and they have had a relationship with one another. Mm-hmm. And we know that uh, we only have one God, and Jesus is the Son of God and God at the same time. Mm-hmm. And and wherever you see Jesus in, in in the four Gospels, you can rest assured that His Father was always with Him. Right. And not only that, but we know the Holy Spirit was with Him as well, right. because everything that Jesus did in the Bible, He did by the power of the Holy Spirit. Right. And we know that in John 1 and 1, it said, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. Right. And if you keep reading in that 14 verse, it said, And the Word of God became flesh 
mm-hmm. and dwelt among us. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, he is our heavenly Father, and he, 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 God loved us so much. Our heavenly Father loved us so much that He gave His only begotten Son to die for our sins. Mm-hmm. And He said, not only that, He said, "I come that you may have life and have life more abundantly." Yes, he did. And mo- and that means that God desires for us to have to to live not just the best life, but a blessed life. Right. And the only way we can live a blessed life is to uh, live in Him and abide in Him each and every day. And one way we can abide in God is by loving our children. Right. Uh, because He said, "Love your love your neighbor as I have loved you." Right. And so this is what we are called to do. We are called to love each other mm-hmm. and to live peace peaceably mm-hmm. among one another. Right. So uh, I just thank God again for this opportunity. Thank you, Sharice, for highlighting dads. Because mm-hmm. we are hearing enough negativity in the world and about uh, uh, dads and what dads are not doing. And it's good to hear uh, different fathers on your show and to let the world know that there are good dads out here. And that dads are doing something positive and spending time with their children. Oh yeah, most definitely. And you said a lot. And after saying everything that you said... Um, the doors of the church are open. Plays the pass the collection plate around, but you said a lot of great things there, and you know that's a lot of great advice. And and I, I hope my little cousin Trey checks out this podcast because you said something that it must be heard. And I, I feel that you know it does require a lot of quality time when you're raising children because if you don't raise them. Somebody else will. Oh, yeah. And they're going to, you know, probably learn something that, that's just far from the care of the family, you know. So I feel that's a wonderful thing that you're doing. Um, and like I said, I see for myself, you know, what you're doing as far as being in the church, being in the community. We can give you a call. You'll come. You know, you even if it's just come to pray, like, you will show up. So definitely appreciate you for being who you are and just being that person within our own community and and definitely keep it up and you know and and also what you guys may not know about minister walter johnson is that not only does he preach you know uh not only will he you know pray for you but he would definitely play that saxophone (laughs) for you at any given time and uh what we're going to do at the end of this podcast you're going to hear miss minister johnson you know uh bless us with an a and b selection <laughs> on his saxophone so we're definitely going to wrap it up here and i just want to say thank you for coming on the show and just speaking as who you are and and just telling the people you know about you and your family so thank you for allowing us to come in your home uh is there anything else you would like to say just want to say that thank Sharice again, and uh, dads, uh, let's stand up together and uh, be fathers to our children. If you're a dad out there, and or you're a father, and you have a child, and 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 you know you have kind of dropped the ball, then mm-hmm. I'm calling all men to stand up, be fathers to their children. If you don't have a relationship with your child at this time, I'm calling you to take the time to establish a bond, a relationship with your child. Mm-hmm. And don't give up because sometimes uh, a negative light could have been shed on you from uh, the mother or, or whomever, the family, mm-hmm. because you all may not necessarily be together. But don't give up. I know that uh, I, my father always told me there's nothing wrong with trying and failing, 
but it's something wrong with failing to try again. So if you have a, tr a child out there, uh, take the time to spend, uh, establish a rela relationship with them and spend mm -hmm. time with them. And don't give up if they say, uh, you know, call you names or, 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 or do reject you. Don't give up. Try again and try until you uh, make that connection with them and let them know that you love them. And so that's all I have to say. And thank you again, Sharice. Okay, okay. Now, just in case, because, you know, you never know who's listening. If someone wants to call you to do some, you know, motivational speaking, uh, you know, preach for an event, whether it's youth day, men day, whatever, uh, how can they reach out to you? You have any contact information? Yeah, you can reach you can reach me on Facebook, Walter L. Johnson III. Um, you can reach me on my email, uh, Reverend W. Johnson III at gmail dot com, and mm -hmm. also you can reach me on my cell phone. That's six zero one three eight three four seven one eight. And I look forward to hearing from you. God bless you. All right. Now he gave out his phone number, but he's married. Okay. <laughs> Call him strictly for God's business, okay? Amen. Uh, all right, now, I'm on a problem. All right, so uh, we're wrapping it up with Minister Johnson. Uh, also, if there are any dads out there listening and you're interested in being on the show, definitely email me. My name is Sharice once again. And you can email me at um, M-S-D-A-D-D-Y-S-D-A-U-G-H-T-E-R-I-N-C at yahoo.com. That's Miss Daddy's Daughter. Inc at yahoo.com and also follow us on Instagram at M I S S D A D D Y S D A U G H T E R. I always feel like I'm doing a spelling bee when I do this, <laughs> but uh, we're about to end this whole podcast. I hope everyone enjoyed it. Uh, if you have any input that you would like to share, follow us, email us, reach out to us. Everybody be blessed and have a wonderful evening. <laughs>
Oh, <laughs> 